What's up, you guys? We're back after that break. If you're just tuning in, this is Real Talk Podcast with me, just Nick Nick. I have my first guest, which is my mom. The uh, topic we was talking about was depression, mental health, the experience that we went through also with the black community with depression. So going back into it, um, I think people don't realize the after effect of depression or when it comes to dealing with a depressed person like for me I came really withdrawn for people I became like an introvert like I didn't intentionally mean it but with depression I just wanted to be alone by myself I didn't want to hang out with friends I didn't want to go to family gatherings and even if I did I was just like really off to myself because I really wasn't feeling the vibe because mentally and emotionally I was not there I was not present physically I was but mentally emotionally I wasn't I just wasn't feeling it a lot of times with depression you just be so tired you just want to lay down you just want to go to sleep you just really want to be to yourself and sometimes you push away people that you really don't mean to push away like for me when I went through depression at the time I think uh, my baby was a toddler and with toddlers, they're so energetic, they're so busy. And I have all these things planned out to do with my kid. Like, oh, I'm going to play with her, I'm going to take her to Chuck E. Cheese, then we're going to do this, then we're going to do that. But when I got home, I didn't feel like doing none of that. I just go in my room, I want to be to myself. And sometimes it even get worse to where you don't even want to parent no more. You don't want to do it no more. You just want to be to yourself. And that depression energy, um, she fed off of that. So it was times I'd just be really, really sad, just mopey, don't want to do anything. And it made her miserable because she like, okay, mom, you don't never want to do nothing with me. You're mean. You know, depression can make you seem mean, too, because you don't want to be bothered. And people don't know that. They don't understand that. And as a kid, of course, she didn't understand that. So it would drive me insane when she used to be, mommy, 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 play with me. Mommy, do this. And I'd be like, no, go away. Like, snap on her and stuff like that. And I felt really really bad afterwards and I knew she was too young to understand what I was going through but I'm blessed to have such a, such an intelligent young lady now she's about to be what 12 yeah and heaven is very 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 smart so when I talked to her about depression yes I did talk to my child about depression I feel she was at the age to understand it and I broke it down to the way she understood it and I talked to her about my depression and the issues that was going on with me. So now she understand and I wholeheartedly, I think I cried when I apologized to her because I didn't want to be a mean mom. I didn't want her to feel that way because it was definitely not her fault. It was a me issue. Um, so I feel like, did you push people away when you was depressed? Or like, not all the time. People don't push people away all the time when they depressed with me. I just get in this mood where I don't want to be bothered with nobody. And I mean absolutely nobody. I just want to sit to myself in my depression and just be left alone. I don't think I pushed anybody away. I found myself lashing out a lot more than what I usually did. Um, not so family member. It was just random people. The mailman would bring a bill. I would lash out at him. Why is you bringing me this damn electric bill? Right. Uh, telephone, cable. It was just random people that I would lash out at and they had nothing to do with nothing. They was actually doing their jobs or I can go into the store and just lash out at people. And it wasn't family members, but you, you tend to lash out and like I said, depression will take you places where 
Mm-hmm. You don't want to go. And that's when I had said earlier, um, depression will send you to prison. Mm-hmm. Guys, I'm, I'm I'm not I'm not playing. I I am so serious. Depression will send you to prison because depression will send you into anger. It made me miserable. It will make you miserable and it will make you so I was angry, angry, bitter, uh, bitter. So I was mad mood at swings. I um. I remember because you was like, hang with your cousins sometimes. Don't be like that. And I used to be like, forget them. They don't talk to me. They don't hang out yep. with me. They don't reach out to me. They don't do nothing with me. We used to hang together when we was kids. Now we grown. They ain't got time yep. for me. You know, F them. I don't care about them. I'm going through depression. But they didn't know what I was they going They didn't know. Because I, I didn't talk and to them. And you had some cousins right now, Nikki, that will lay down for you. And I used to tell you to go, I, I don't want to deal with them. They don't want, And I'm saying they don't know what you're going through. Right. They didn't know what you was going That's through. That's why I'm probably going to listen to this and be like, what? Yep. I didn't know you, you was ready to check out that you yep. were suicidal, that you had they didn't yourself. Know. None of that because I didn't talk about they didn't know. that type of stuff. They didn't know. And that's why I say you have to talk to somebody about it. You don't have to talk to everybody, just somebody. You have to tell somebody what's going on with you. And that's, that's just on the real people. You just have to, um, like I said, if you find yourself just lashing out mm-hmm. at your family members Especially for no reason. if you a parent, yes. go get help because your yes. kids pick up on that. My child yep. ended up going through depression as a toddler, yep. y'all, because I was so angry. I was so miserable. Yep. And I would, like, verbally abuse her. I didn't even know that I was verbally, like, it'd be like little kid stuff. You know how they spill juice. It's an accident. I will go off. Yep. And she used to be like and then she started picking up on my actions being really mean, lashing back out to the point I even had to um, let her talk to a kid counselor to figure out what the root of her emotions was. Yeah, because it trickles down. It do. It trickles down. That's why a whole family ends up being depressed. A whole entire family will end up being suicidal because everything trickles down. If somebody don't break the chain, if somebody don't go see somebody, it just trickles down. So somebody has to be in this family and go, hey, wait a minute. I got to go see somebody because if not, trust me, it's going to trickle down to your kids. Their kids is going to trickle down to them and it's going to go from generation to generation. Then now you got a whole house full of goddamn crazy folks. For real. Just and depressed. Like, Just depressed. A lot of people are in denial. Yeah. I was in denial. Stop being denial. If you have a problem, you have a problem. Yeah. Don't be ashamed because you're not the only one. Because nope. look at it like this. Look nope. at Robin Williams. Yep. Look at all the superstars yep. that have money. money. Mansions. Cars. Money. Get up and order what type of food they want. Anything. Clothes. The million of dollars. Anything. And they go blow their head off. Or they go hang themselves. Or they go OD on medication. Or drugs because they were so happy. Look at Marilyn Monroe. Yep. The bombshell. Had the president, honey. Yeah, she had the president. She had all. Okay. And took all them pills. And then, like, I love Marilyn Monroe. I read up on her book. She would say depressing things. She was so. Beautiful, and all these men wanted her, and yep. she was desired by yep. so many popular men and rich. But it men. was something she deep, was deep. So it was something so deep down inside her. She was unhappy. She didn't that, feel she was beautiful nope. like that, though. Something was deep down inside it. She needed to talk to somebody about it, mm-hmm. and. That's and what I'm saying. Reading on her history, it came from when she was little. Her mom was yep. schizophrenia. Yep. Her mom had mental yep. issues. Everybody that mm-hmm. she loved either beat her, left mm-hmm. her, or died. Mm-hmm. 
So then she went on this thing where she would date different men temporarily. And she would move on to the next because everybody she got close to left her. And I think she was scared of that. And she was scared. And she had a mental problem. Mm-hmm. And didn't get no help. So that's why I'm saying I think depression, it don't matter how rich you is, no. how poor you is, you're black, what color, white, don't green, matter purple. Difference. It's an issue. And you need to talk to somebody. That's what therapists are for. Yeah. Yes, I say pray because prayer got me through a lot of days. Oh, yes, Lord. It really did. Oh, and yes, like Lord. my therapist said, find stuff to make you happy. Like, I like to write. He was like, write a book. Write. Play your video games. Go to the park. Exercise. Whatever you got to do to keep your mind off of feeling so low in life. Yeah. And know that somebody loves you. Somebody loves you. You have to know that somebody loves you. Somebody cares for you. Right. You just have to tell them, look, I need help. This is what's going on in my mind. Mm -hmm. This is what I'm thinking. And I need your help. Listen, I'm the oldest of one of my sisters, one set of the family. God knows I got many of them. But listen, and I can call one of my sisters. I can call a baby sister. I can call any one of my sisters, though, to tell you the truth. And I can say, listen, all BS aside, this is what's going on in my head. And I need you to listen to me. And they'll say, okay, no BS? I said, no BS. And they would sit and listen to me. Because they know when I'm BSing and when I'm not. And they would sit and listen to me. And they'll say, okay, sis, this, this, and that, and you need to this, this, and that. And that's the way we all need to be. Don't stop, stop blowing this off. As, oh, girl, you crazy. Oh, girl, you need to quit talking like that. Oh, girl, no, 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 no. If you call me and say, listen, this ain't, this ain't on, on no BS. I need you to listen to me. This is what I'm hearing in my head. This is how I'm feeling in my heart. Trust me, I'm going to sit here and I'm going to listen. And I'm going to tell you, well, listen, baby. I can't help you with this, but let me go find you some help. Mm-hmm. You understand? And this is what I do. I call one of my sisters and I say, listen, I need y'all to listen to me because I'm going through some shit right now and I can't handle this. And I'm finna go do something I ain't got no business doing. And they'll say, hold on, wait a minute. I'll be there in a minute. Let me talk to you because you ain't got no business going to do that. And even if, like, you ain't got no support system like sister, brother, daddy, you just feel like you absolutely have nobody to talk to, yes, you do. Yes, you do. You can go to a church, put yep. a reverend to the side. Yes, yes. Uh... You can talk to a co-worker if you feel mm-hmm. like it. Somebody. Somebody. Let somebody know your story. At least somebody can say, well, this person was going through this, this, and this, and that. Yep. You don't know who they got connections to. Yep. You don't, even if you got to call a hotline. Call mm-hmm. a hotline. Call a hotline. Call somebody. somebody. Just don't keep holding that in, man. I'm for real. Y'all just, <laughs> woo, y'all just don't know this black community. Y'all better listen to me. Times ain't getting no easier. Times ain't going to get no easier. And you're going to keep on getting depressed and pressed and sit here and say, oh, man, I ain't shit. I ain't finna do nothing but go, man, I ain't trying to hear that. I ain't got to go talk to nobody. It'll be all right. No, it won't. No, it won't. You better go talk to somebody and do it quickly. Do it real quickly. So with that being said, depression leads you into different uh, things. Mm-hmm. And one of the biggest things that is like a big debate, I had did some research on it, where some people say depression don't lead into suicide. 
Yes. Sometimes it do. Sometimes it's like this big pros and cons debate about it. Some scientists feel depression don't have nothing to do with suicide, whatever. Yes. It does. I feel personally, because I've been through it, mm-hmm. that yes, it do. Yes, it does. Because. I always tell people your mind is so strong it makes you you can believe anything why mm-hmm. you think we got murderers why you get think got schizophrenia right a person's mind can tell them that the sky is purple they're gonna walk outside and look up in the sky and say that sky is purple mm-hmm. they believe that mm-hmm. the mental they the mind is a terrible thing to waste for real it your is. brain is so strong it makes you believe whatever that's why we have cults it's so easy to manipulate people because it it's a mind thing. It is. That's just like one time when you said, Mama, what color is this? And I said gray, and you said no blue. That's right. where our minds are. Right. The minds right. are very strong. They're very strong. That's why we have different opinions. That's why right. we have cults. That's why we have debates. Right. Everybody see, feel, and hear different things mm-hmm. differently mentally. Mm-hmm. And so with that, I think depression do contribute to suicide. It does. Because you feel so worthless. I remember when the first time I thought about it was when I was in junior high. I was being really, really, really bad. I deal with social anxiety. You had no idea. But this time I was staying with uh, great grandma. And she, I feel like she didn't know nothing because she old. She, she didn't. She just knew to buy me Barbie dolls and kept me fed and dressed with. Mm-hmm. She, Michael Jackson she coats and yeah, Y'all, whatever. I had a Michael Jackson coat. We're going to get on that. Okay. okay. I was, yeah, mm-hmm. my granny made sure. Yeah, the uh, what was that? The beaded coat, the red mm-hmm, coat. With I the was zippers. the first one with yeah. the Michael Jackson coat with the zipper. All zippers. the way to South Bend, she did. Girl, yeah. Okay, listen. So, anyways, mm-hmm. I had all that and was still depressed. Mm-hmm. So, when I was in junior high, I suffered from anxiety. At the time, I didn't know what it was. I, my, I remember I had panic attacks when you had to, do, you know, stand up, do speeches. Mm-hmm. And it was so bad to the point when it's your turn to read. I like personally go like I gotta use the bathroom because I didn't want to read in front of nobody. I knew the answers to questions. I wouldn't raise my hand to answer because I was so afraid of what people was gonna say. Like before, um, like it was a stupid incident, but this is what I felt in my head. I had ran out of a pencil one day, and a teacher was like, "Well, go next door and use their pencil and put, get a pencil and use their pencil sharpener." So I went across to the science classroom. And you know, of course, when somebody walks in the classroom, everybody look and turn back. So I was like, I need a pencil. And the teacher was handing me a pencil. Kid was like, just bust out laughing. Was like, her ugly ass monkey, gorilla. You know, people start laughing. I instantly caught a panic attack just that fast. Or I will purposely answer stuff wrong so he'll skip me. So I wouldn't have to explain my answer. It had got just that bad. So imagine having social anxiety where you have a panic attack. You feel like you can't breathe. You're about to pass out. On top of getting bullied, because somebody gonna make an outburst and the spotlight is on you. It was horrible. I think my first real panic attack when you know I started in band mm-hmm. and I loved the band from when I was like in fifth grade, and I was the best trombone player. Kid you not, Mr. Pollock. So in junior high, it was a big thing. It was like you go through junior high band because we from a black community, you know, the southern band is everything. Right. So we was close to like a college southern band. Yes. So, junior high was the first step, and then, you know, you, the band teacher from high school be looking at you like, mm-hmm. yeah, I want this one in the marching band. Well, I want this in the concert band. So, it meant everything to me. So, I remember my first day in junior high band, and it was combined into two junior high, so it was like a hundred-some kids in there from all the junior highs. And, of course, the teachers do that. Stand up, tell me your name, what you play, and 
something interesting about you. I'm automatically sweating bullets. I was like, Lord, I can't go to the bathroom. I can't. Okay. <laughs> so I knew I was like, I can do this. So he's going around all these kids. I'm like, I can do this. I'm gonna say my name real fast. I play trombone. Um, I love music. I go to McCord Junior High. That's it. I already had it in my head. Y'all, I kid you not. He got to me. The room started spinning. I was sweating. I couldn't breathe. Hundred some kids looking at me. I couldn't even say my name. It was bad, mama. He was wow. like, what's your name? I was like, Lorenza. He was like, okay. What you play? I was like, I'm just standing there stuck and they laughing at me and I was like, like I had to choke out my words. I was like, trombone. Like I made myself, I made myself a target. If you ever watched that movie, Napoleon Dynamite, mm -hmm. I was Napoleon Dynamite of the school. Wow. I was just that lame. So after that, it's kind of like I set the tone for myself after that. Wow. So I remember he was like the cutest boy of our school. And one day he came up to me. He was like, I ain't trying to be funny. Do you talk? I said, yeah, I talk. He was like, oh, so you talk? I was like, yeah. He was like, I ain't trying to be funny. I always thought like something was wrong with you. They said something was wrong with you because you don't talk. And I only had two friends that was Kiki and Coco. Because them the only girls I felt like I could talk. I felt safe with them because they was like, they ain't take no shit. You know what I'm saying? So I felt protected with them. But that was it. And then on top of that, that school, of course, you know, I was following my best friend, at the one that stayed on Bus Street. Mm -hmm. She went to McCord. And right. she made it seem like this amazing genius school. And, you know, then if you went to the school across from it, right. you was bad, you was a juvenile. You know, they said rumors like that, which is a lie, because I have friends who went to that school that are very smart and have careers now. So I was like, I want to go to McCord, because that's a smart school. I want to go there. Well, really, my grades wasn't McCord-like-ish, but I tried my best to fit in. So I was flunking bad. I was flunking bad because I was scared to ask for help. Um, It had got to the point where I would, like, eat lunch in the bathroom. Mm, mm, mm. Or I would go into my science teacher class, and he would just let me stand there and eat. He'd be like, well, you can come on in and come eat because I know you coming up in here. So one day, one it was a group of girls that was quote-unquote popular with their pissy ass. They ain't shit to this day. What's their name? my language. I ain't going to say their name because they write know it down they on piece, Just write it down Half on piece of them, some damn hood rats ain't got no life. Some of them gave themselves to God. Thank God for that. I think she knows. Because she'll add me on Facebook, delete me, add me. I think she's trying to see what my life like now. And I always said, I'm going to confront her and let her know this because it affected me as an adult. It made me dislike people. It made me then trust people. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It, it played a big part of my depression in junior high. It was bad. And it caused suicide. People think I'm playing. Yes, it so, does. So, anyways, I used to eat lunch in the bathroom. So, this one girl, she caught me. She was like, eat lunch in the bathroom? I was like, yeah. She was like, why? And I told her I was bullying. She was like, no, nothing wrong with you. You're not ugly. I always like y'all. Because she was so sweet. So fast forward, she came into my job now, like months ago. And I was like, can I tell you something? And she was like, what? And I started to cry. And I was like, you know, I was bullied really, really bad in junior high. I was an outcast for no reason. And I said, out of all them girls, you used to run with that crew. But you never, ever, 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 ever made fun of me. You was always nice to me. You spoke to me when they told you not to. All that. You was so sweet to me. You would tell them to leave me alone. And she kind of like laughed and she gave me a hug. She was like, because you know what? Half of them girls was my cousins and they bullied me. 
because I didn't bully the people they wanted me to bully. They would bully me too. Mm. That's why I dressed it a certain way around them. When they bullied people that was doing that, I was chill. When I wasn't doing all that reckless stuff they were doing, they bullied me because I wouldn't be like them. That's terrible. So yeah, I was bullied to silence. So I was two people at a young age. I was at home, Nikki. Playful, loving, laughing. Did you have fun in school? You asked me, yeah, I had fun and be in my own world. But then it was time to go to school. I felt invisible. Mm. And the only thing that really saved me was like dance class because I had other creative outcasts, quote unquote, kids that was just like me. And we did something that we loved, which was dance. Well, see, that's what I'm saying. If you're depressed, you have to find something else that'll take your mind off of that. So if that dance class took your mind off that, then that was a little relief. It was. And so, until you can get to somebody mm. or talk to somebody, you, you guys find something that'll take your mind off of it until you can get somewhere. Right. Or something. You know, because depression will make you commit suicide. Mm-hmm. I don't care what the scientist says. Therapist and like, says, I remember I it care. had got so bad why I played sick. And my grandma knew I wasn't sick. So it was to the point where she just be like, girl, go back to bed. You ain't going to school. Mm. So one night I was just like, I can't do this no more. I can't keep going to this school pretending I'm happy and I'm not. I have no friends. I can't be myself. I dumb myself down. I know the answer to questions. It's to the point I don't even want to stand up and say it. I'd rather take an F because I don't want nobody looking at me because they're going to judge me from head to toe. And I can't do this no more. So I remember I was like, thinking of ways to end it. I was like, if I slit my wrist, my granny gonna come here and have a heart attack. So I can't do that. So I remember going into the kitchen, it was like two o'clock in the morning, I was rambling through like her pills. Um, I was like, maybe if I go to sleep, it'll go faster. Then I was like, no, I'm just gonna take a knife and stab myself in the stomach and just lay here, I don't care how hard it get. I'm going to die. This is what I'm going to do. And nobody will miss me. Them kids. And then I was like, them kids, they'll feel like shit for teasing me. No, they won't. I feel like that. I was like, this is going to be all their fault. They drove me to this. I'm worthless anyway. Whatever. So I remember going into the kitchen and I had a butch knife and I put it up to my wrist. I'm like, I'm just going to slit it. It's going to be fast. But you guys, for some reason, I couldn't do it. I felt like somebody was watching me. Yeah. It was like a strong present watching me. Like you, it was like, you know, Beth, mm-hmm. what is you doing? That's and true. I remember I just cried and cried and cried. And I didn't even like tell you that for like years. Yeah. That was the first time. And then the second time I thought about doing this when I, after I had heaven, I was on my last, I told my friend, she wasn't paying attention to me. Mm-hmm. She was in her own little world. I didn't want to tell you. And I was like, heaven going to be fine with my parents. Mm-hmm. She don't need a mama like me. And then at one point I was like, well, instead of killing myself, maybe I should just pack up and just leave. Just leave my daughter with my parents and just go missing and just live on a farm somewhere. Just go wherever. No, because see, that's something else too. When, People think, and I'm going to need you guys to listen up on this one too, because when you think about doing suicide, I need you to listen to this. Because like Nikki just said, um, when you get ready to do suicide and you say, I'm going to make so-and-so pay, 
Yeah, that was my whole dream. I, I, you know what? I'm going to make all them bitches pay for this shit. Right. And they going to hurt. No, they ain't. You know what they going to do? They going to mm. be living. You see that silly bitch? She going to kill herself. Living. Half of them ain't going to come to the front. The other half going to say you going to die and go to hell, which that's a lie, too. We going to pick up on that later. Mm-hmm. But listen to me. What you're going to do is hurt the person that loves you. That's what you're going to do. Mm-hmm. That person that you left here that loves you is going to hurt for the rest of their life because they're going to say, like me, when my brother committed suicide, yes, he (coughs) did. And when he did it, I was left here to wonder to myself, why did he do it? Why did he leave me? And what could I have done to stop him? And when 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 you do this, when you commit suicide, you leave that person here that loves you, you leave them here with so much hurt mm-hmm. and so much pain, and they cannot figure out for the life of them, why did you do it? And you leave them here saying, what could I have done to keep them from doing it? Because okay. the person that you did it for to hurt them they don't give two shits on a shade tree because see they done gone on trust me that person that you did that for sweetie my brother that person is gone on about her business that bitch probably been married two or three times since then and you know exactly who I'm talking about <laughs> but I can't say no names Oh, sweet Jesus. She gone on about her business. Matter of fact, let me tell you something. She didn't stay here a good two months. She was gone. Okay. A lot of people say, well, he did it to himself. Yeah, he did do it to himself, but he was pushed to it. So I'm going to need y'all to quit telling me that shit, too. He did it to himself. Oh, he was pushed to do it. Because that was part of his depression, too. Because, see, people can be pushed into depression. And my brother was pushed into depression. Because even after I talked to grandma about it, and then remember I didn't want her to know I was going to Riverwood, and then I think I needed a ride. So I finally told her I, I needed a ride from my therapist, and she was like, for what? And I told her, she was like, oh, your uncle went there all the time. Mm-hmm. I was like, what? She was like, yeah, your uncle went through depression, too. That's mm-hmm. why he did what he did. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to believe it because if you knew my uncle, he was so freaking sweet, y'all. He Thank was you. so soft Spoken. When I say unproblematic, oh, this man God. was like unproblematic. He yep. didn't have no issues. He no. didn't have no enemies. He was such a sweet heart. But you would never think he was going through anything because, yes, he had what? Parents that had good jobs, both parents together, cars, clothes, whatever. My uncle was just like me. He had stuff, they worked hard. And you would never think, like, my uncle had all the video games. I remember going over there when I was little. My uncle had all the video games. <laughs> Do you hear me? Exclusive video games, computers, anything that was new, he had it. Yep. And you would never think that he would have been that depressed as he was. And he kept a smile on his face. Like, literally, like, the day, what, the day before he did it, he was joking with us, laughing with us. House. He'd come to the house, sit down with me. Hey, sis, I love you. We sit up and watch Gunsmoke and everything else. And then he kissed me and said, sister, I'll see you. I love you. And I'm like, well, 
do you need anything? He was like, nope, I just come to tell you I love you. Where's Nikki? I said, well, she's at school. Where's Heaven? At school. He says, well, tell him I love you. I said, okay. Mm-hmm. Tell him. I said, okay. And he walked out the door, and he blew me a kiss, and he said, I love you. I said, I love you, too. I said, is you okay? He said, yeah, I'm fine. And I'll be damned. Mm-hmm. He was on his way to do himself then. Yep. So we was that, depressed, and I didn't know it. Mm-hmm. And this is why I'm saying, if you're going to just think, before you do the suicide, I need you to think. You hurt the ones that you love. I'm serious. You, you hurt the ones that love you so, so much. I know you're not trying to do it. I, I know you're not trying to hurt the ones that you love, but you do. It may be a cousin. It may be your sister or your uncle, but trust me, you leave us here hurting down to our souls. I stand at the kitchen sink some days and I wash dishes and tears go rolling down my eyes. For, no, for the reason I'm just thinking. And I just say to myself, I hope you find peace wherever you're at because you didn't find peace here on earth. But let me tell you something. That person that you leave here behind, we're never at peace because we don't know why. Mm-hmm. You didn't tell us. You leave us here and it hurts so bad. I can be driving and tears roll down my face. That day that he left me, I can remember the time. I can remember the song that was playing. I can remember the traffic light I was at. I can remember the car that was next to me when that detective called and told me what had happened. I can remember the car that was next to me because the world stopped. So before you commit suicide, you talk to somebody. Because trust me, you're going to leave somebody here on this earth. When I tell you they're going to hurt, and it's going to be the person that you didn't have no intentions on hurting. And the look in my mother's eyes, when I tell you I never, ever want to see that hurt again, it's the emptiness, the hurt down to her soul. It was so empty, she had nothing left in her. Nothing left in her. Mm-hmm. Nothing was left in my mom. Nothing. Please think before you do this. It's not worth. Know this. Whatever you're going through, tomorrow brings another day. Mm-hmm. Whatever you're going through, tomorrow is going to bring another day. I don't care what you've been through for the last 10 or 15 years. The next day is another mm-hmm. day. For example, you know, he was struggling with work. And like yep. the next day after the job that he applied for, Look at called that. him. Called him. Because he said, after he done left this other thing, <laughs> and he had moved back in with my mom, then, which had, listen, a living room, a kitchen, a bathroom, and a bedroom in the basement. He ain't had to pay no rent, because that's how spoiled it was. He ain't had to pay no rent. Uh-uh, uh-uh. And check this out. I was paying this truck, no, because I had just got a lawsuit. Mm-hmm. So, see, there was no reason. That's what I'm thinking in my head. But he was already depressed. Mm-hmm. So, see, he had it. It's just something else that was going on that we didn't know. Because he hid it so well. as he all depressed, it so well. Depressed people do. Like, before he did it, he went and told my grandma he was just going to go Johnny. for a walk. A jog, and that's not what he did. Like he, to me, for me, when you are getting ready to commit 
suicide even yeah. with for me you put in thought already you yeah. know said okay like for me i was like well having to be good with my family yeah. or when i did it thought about it in junior high well they'll be okay without me Mm-mm. he already put in his head yeah. i'm going to die I'm going to kill myself. Yeah. This is how I'm going to kill myself. Let me reach out. When he came over to talk to you, yeah. he knew he was going to do it. Yeah. He Usually when a person could get ready to commit suicide, they're not going to tell you because they know you're going to stop them. So it wasn't a suicide attempt. It was actually suicide. And that's exactly what my counselor He said told his me. goodbyes, yeah. and he felt like this was his issue, his issue yeah. alone. And he was. it got to the point where you'd be suppressed. You don't want to be in your own body no more. Yeah. And that's what my therapist told me. He said, she said, there, Janice, there's nothing you could have done to stop him right. because he was going to do it. But I figured in my head, I was the oldest kid. I was supposed to protect my baby brother. Mm-hmm. I've seen things that I should have said and I didn't. Mm-hmm. I just figured... It was my fault because I should have stopped it. I should have seen that he was unhappy. I seen the sadness in his face, but you know how black folks is, girl, stay out of that. Girl, don't say nothing. That's And I should have. I should have dropped that dime and left it up to him to pick it up, but I should have dropped that dime. And I didn't. So I felt it was my fault. But like Mm-mm. the therapist told me, no, Janice, because trust me, he was going to do it regardless. Some type of way. He was going to do it regardless. And this is why I'm saying, telling y'all, if you think about doing it, think again. Mm-hmm. Think again. Because just like Nikki said, if she would have done that, she don't know how bad that I couldn't have did that. I couldn't, right. I don't think I would have made it. I don't think I'm not that strong person like my sisters and them done lost their their kids. My sister lost a son. I got one sister lost a daughter and a granddaughter. I can't, I can't, I'm not that strong. And when I say they done stood strong, they done stood strong. Because I'll be sitting in Riverwood for real. <laughs> and I mean that. Because if I can't handle my brother, I cannot imagine losing a kid. And like after he did it, when I went in the backyard to myself, mm-hmm. I sat down and said, Uncle Keith. You really did it. You did it before me. And seeing the hurt that y'all went through mm-hmm. personally with my own eyes, I mm-hmm. was like, damn, that's what it would have been like if I would have did it It would have been worse. Because I was like, he did it before me, so this is what it would have been like. So really, really, that would really made me say, go get some help. Mm-hmm. You see what happened with your uncle. Don't do that. Mm-hmm. That ain't the way to go. Mm-hmm. That ain't, not, that's not the way to cope. That is, I'm telling everybody, that is not the way to do it. Your kids, your mother, your father. Y'all, we were hurt. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Because you leave us hidden and wondering, what could I have done? What did I do? What did I say? What did I miss? And y'all, I'm telling you the truth. I still cry today. I can be in there washing dishes. I could be cooking. And Keith will come on my mind. And tears will roll. Mm -hmm. It will roll. I promise you that it will roll. I'll see a truck that looks just like his. And tears will roll. Yep. So I'm telling y'all, please, from the bottom of my heart, those who know me and those who don't, 
from the bottom of my heart, if you think about suicide, please pick up the phone and call the hotline. Call your pastor. Go call to your, your hospital. Mama. Your Go to the hospital. hospital. Call somebody. Because I'm telling you, if you live to see the next day, you done defeated that devil. Do you hear me? You done defeated that devil. Because see, what Keith didn't know was, he figured he was all out of options. First, he was working, working, working. Then all of a sudden, his job just stopped. But the next day, the job he had put in for, the job he had put in for that made so much money had called him the next day. That's why I say there's always another day. I'm telling y'all from the bottom of my heart, please go get some help. It is okay. Depression will kill you. Stress will kill you. Mm -hmm. Do you hear me? I'm for real. Mm -hmm. Go get help. Black people, go get help. It's okay. It's okay. Stop being this, oh, I'm macho, I'm black, this, that. Okay, fine. What that mean? Nothing. Nothing. It means you need to go get help. Just go get it. It's all right. Hell, it's free. You're standing in line to get other free shit. <laughs> so go get free help. So you can stand in line the next day and go get something free. Mm-hmm. Besides time and penitentiary. Mm-hmm. Because depression can lead into anger, too. And you be so angry that you, you will hurt somebody. I done did that shit too. <laughs> you be the hard somebody. I done did that shit too. And I'm here to tell you, mm-mm. And I don't look good in orange. And I'm claustrophobic. Bitch, I ain't going to jail. <laughs> shit, I, I'm not going to do that shit. Oh, no. I ain't going to do it. So, moving forward with depression. So, for me, closing out this discussion. Moving forward, I asked my therapist, you know, will it ever go away? Because depression is it's tiring. You get tired of it. You just want to be happy for God's sakes. And he said, yeah, it does. But you have to put in the work to get it. So I had started going to church. Um, I started writing my books. I started doing more things, uh, activities with my daughter, different things to keep my mind off depression. I also started taking my medication. There's nothing wrong with taking medication. There's not. I started taking my medication. Um, I just started doing stuff that made me happy. Even times when... I feel like, God, I don't want to get up and do it. I force myself to get up and do stuff. And for me, it's not completely gone. I'm not completely cured because I still have my days to this day where I could be sitting and watch TV and it hit me. And I'd be like, oh, man, I should have did life different. Or, man, I should have did this. Or, it's always an issue in life. Or, I'm ready to start over. But death is just definitely not one of my options no more. Uh, self-medicating with drugs, liquor, whatever, that's not um, an option for me no more because I had started drinking really heavy. That's not an option for me anymore. So I get up and I find things to do. Like even I start going to the gym, I start working out, different stuff like that. So with you, how is how is it going well for you? It's going real good for me. I take my medication like I'm supposed to sometimes my sister think I take too much, but I don't. <laughs> but I'm okay. I'm good now. I'm not depressed. I'm, I'm good. For one thing, I don't... I quit sugarcoating shit for people. Uh, I'm going to tell you like it is, whether you like it or not. I don't hold anything in because I don't got tired of making other folks happy and I'm not. Right. I intend to do me. I'm going to be happy 
And I advise everybody else to just be happy. Uh, quit sugarcoating shit for folks. Uh, I'm going to make Jennifer over here happy. But I'm going to hold that shit in. No, Jennifer going to have to take the back of the line. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically, that's just this. And let me tell y'all something else. And then I'm going to be through because Nikki probably see me rocking back and forth and I be done said the wrong stuff. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> y'all ain't got no friends. Girl, what did that got to do? Okay. Listen. <laughs> that's depressing too. That's depressing. It, it, it goes into this. Listen. Okay. You <clears throat> young folks, y'all got associates. Please remember this. My age, we got friends. As you can see, when I go into Walmarts and I see Certain people, I can't say the name, but certain people, we yes. sat there and talked for hours, don't we? Yes. Hmm? Yeah, yes, y'all do. Okay. Yes, Them y'all friends. Do. Yes, you do. You young folks, y'all got associates. You stab each other in the back before you even leave out the door. Mm-hmm. And that is so ugly. Mm-hmm. That is so ugly. When, especially now when you need each other. Right. Only time y'all want to be together is when y'all want to go get high. That's what I'm saying. Or when you want to go to the bar. That's when I seem like I had the most cool ass friends when it was time That's to not go friends. Drink, saying that. That's when socials. it was time to turn up nah, to smoke nah. to kick it. Mm-mm. But as soon as I was at Mm-mm. home by Mm-mm. myself and these Mm-mm. thoughts, I didn't have no body. Thank you. That's associates. You got to no know the difference between associates body. and friends. Or it's, we don't have nothing interesting no. to talk about because we're not going out. We don't have nothing to talk about now. We can't even talk about careers. We can't talk about our dreams because we we just don't have nothing in common if it ain't about turning up. Them associates. Huh. You understand that? Right. Them associates. And I'm telling the rest of y'all this too. You got to know the difference between your friends and your associates. Your friends is when you're depressed, you can call them at 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning and say, hey, this is what's going on. And they're going to say, well, wait a minute. Let me kind of wake up. Associates, girl, you better call me in the morning. A nigga, what you calling me at 3 o'clock in the morning for? <laughs> oh, nigga, you better go with that shit and hang up. Them associates. Y'all got to know the difference. You got to know the difference. And listen, when you see your friend out here trying to build a career, on clothes, books, or whatever. Back them up. Back them up. Don't get mad and jealous. I ain't buying her book. I ain't buying his clothes. I don't care that nigga got some tennis shoes out. Shit, I'm still going over here and buying Michael Jordan's tennis shoes. I don't give a fuck Michael Jordan's tennis shoes 400 and his is 200 Why would you do that? Why? Mm-hmm. Tell me why. Tell me why would you go to the Arab store and buy his motherfucking half for $200. And your friend over here that's been your friend since 12 years old got a pack of half for $20. Make me understand that shit. Because they bitter. Please make me understand that. Why would you go over here to the Arab store or wherever else and buy an outfit for $120 when your friend over here that you done been put your foot on her table, pissed in the bed with her, Got a shirt, the same shirt, for $15. But you go over here and spend that $120. Make me understand that shit. <laughs> I'ma wait on it. I'ma wait on to the next iPod, iCast, or whatever podcast. the hell I am talking on it. Why come I can't see myself? I need to go live so Not I can see iPod. myself. No, you don't need to go live. Why come? But anyway, listen. <laughs> I need y'all to make me understand that. And then I'ma leave it alone. God bless all of y'all. Uh-huh. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, 
We're finna end this episode. Thanks for tuning in to Real Talk Podcast with your girl, just Nick Nick. Thanks, my first guest, which is my mom. I'll be your last one, too. <laughs> you will not be my last guest. No, they're going to cut your ass off. <laughs> no, they not. Oh, yes, it is. No, they're not. Okay, yes, <laughs> Thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure you share. Um, like this um, episode. Make sure you hit the subscribe button so you'll be the first one to listen to all my new episodes. Thanks for subscribing. Oh, make sure you go to my Instagram at um, Instagram at Just Nick Nick. I'm on there as well. I want to hear your feedback and your comments about this episode. Thank you guys for tuning in again. Thank you. Have a good night. <laughs>